Now, here's a preview of Powerful Women Revealed. But I guess that's what this world is coming to. Good afternoon and welcome to WATD's Powerful Women Revealed, created and hosted by Nicole Perry. You're invited to enjoy an ongoing series of personal and educational discussions with a variety of women that want to educate, inspire, and bring awareness to the community. These women all have a powerful mission and appreciate the opportunity to share their stories, milestones, and successes with you. Here's your host, Nicole Perry. Good afternoon and welcome to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. And today I am coming to you from the WATD studios to once again bring you some information about A Course in Miracles. This is a course I've been taking myself and it is, um, it's, it's just the most amazing information I have ever received. And the reason, again, I feel compelled to share this with you, but really I was thinking about it the other day and everything I'm reading is so relevant to my everyday life. My personal, everyday, plugging along, regular old life. And this is why it's been almost a catalyst for me in shifting the way that I think and shifting the way that I live and shifting really the vibration that I have in me every single day. And not every day is perfect, but I tell you what, I am learning so much and I'm going to share with you. I'm flipping the pages here to lesson number 78. Again, this is a course I'm taking. It is a 365 course. I'm doing it for the whole year. Um, And I'm sure you can find some ACIM for short, A Course in Miracles groups near you. The group I'm in is a free group. And if you want to do this, I'm guessing they usually do it from January 1st to December 31st, which is what we're doing. Um, But it's, it's just such an amazing experience. And I, I would even, if I heard this for the first time myself on the radio right now, I would be so intrigued. I would personally go out and get my book and get started and dive into it so that by the time January 1st rolls around in uh, 2023, I will be ready. I would be ready to take the course and I will be doing it again. So there you have it. Um, and what I want to bring to you today is some information um, on Lesson 78. The title is Let Miracles Replace All Grievances. And I shared a little snippet of that in the last show. Uh, And let me just read to you the first paragraph and then I want to break it down a little bit. So uh, here it goes. Let miracles replace all grievances. Perhaps it is not yet quite clear to you that each decision that you make is one between a grievance and a miracle. Each grievance that stands like a dark shield of hate before the miracle it would conceal. Let me say that again. Each grievance stands like a dark shield of hate before the miracle it would conceal. And then it says, and as you raise it up before your eyes, you will not see the miracle beyond. Yet all the while it waits for you in light. 
but you behold your grievances instead. Now, <laughs> I, as I'm reading this, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm actually pulling out a lot of the information that doesn't really talk about God or a higher power, because I really want to emphasize the simple fact that reading this information is helping me decode my own brain and helping me live a, a better and more fulfilling life. And quite frankly, isn't that what we all want? I don't, it doesn't matter what, where you are in your life, what age you're at, how old your children are, if you have children or not, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I believe and I, I, I know for a fact that every human being wants to have a fulfilling life. I, I, I don't know that there is a human being out there that doesn't want that. And so I don't want to hold grudges, which is a grievance. I don't want to hold any grudges against people, but I'm human. Like, we're all human. We, we, we sort of, I don't know, I guess we just trip up over some of these simple little tedious things in life. And, and we are human. So, you know, what I'm realizing through the book is, okay, remember, remember, um, love holds no grievances is one of the previous ones, I believe. And now this one, Lesson 78, let miracles replace all grievances. And the it's like the teeniest, most irrelevant things that really do not matter. I'm cluding myself in on this. I will hold that energy. Let's just call it energy. It's a, a let's just call it a bad moment of energy. I myself have held these bad moments of energy inside my body, in my mind, in my heart, in my gut. And it is a choice. Everything is a choice. Everything that we, that's a decision. <laughs> that is a decision to hold that teeny tiny little grudge. Even if it's something so silly, like somebody flipping you off in the car as you're driving by, like it's it's a teeny tiny little grudge in this big, ginormous, beautiful world that we live in. And why? I guess why hold that grudge? You know, why hold these grievances and why not? know in our hearts that all of us deserve and can have and are entitled to miracles. Like, isn't this a beautiful thing? Isn't this a beautiful knowing me sharing this with you, regardless of who you believe in, if it's the universe or a higher power? Isn't this just such a beautiful thing to know? Like, really, everything is a choice. We can choose love 
or we can choose fear. We can choose peace or we can choose war in our individual lives. I'm speaking of because everything starts with us. We can choose truth or we can choose to believe in illusions. And I'm I'm just I'm so blessed and so grateful that I'm learning some of this information through A Course in Miracles. And I am so grateful to be sharing this with you. And yeah, so if you stay with me, which I hope you will, I'm going to dive into Lesson 79 when we come back. So stay tight. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed, the place to go and the place to be right here on 95.9 WATD. Are you tracking your business progress? And do you have a plan that will lead you to your sales and profit goals this year? If you answered no to either of these questions, it's time to create your one-page business plan. Cynthia Riggs has been helping women move into success and profitability for over 35 years. And she helps you create your one-page business plan, a living, breathing document that grows your business with care and intention. Sign up for her one-page business plan webinar today at bizdiva.com biz. Are you getting the support you need to move your business forward? The perfect group for you might just be Powerful Women Rise. We are a motivational mastermind for women who are serious about transforming their businesses and missions. At each meeting, we educate ourselves on topics relevant to the entrepreneur today. And we gain incredible support from a team of professionals with diverse experiences and wisdom. So how do you want to be supported over the next 12 months? Visit PowerfulWomenRise.com to register or get started today. are back. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I am your host, Nicole Perry, and I am bringing to you some really cool information. I think it's really cool, really cool information about A Course in Miracles. And before I go to that, I just want to share that that previous song was Celeste Little Runaway. What a beautiful song. And then before that was What This World Is Coming To by Nate Roos, R-U-E-S-S. Hopefully I'm saying that right. And this is, uh, in this segment, I want to talk all about lesson number 79. And I'm going to read a little bit to you first and then share a little bit of my thoughts. And so here we go. Lesson 79. Let me recognize the problem so it can be solved. I'm going to read two first two paragraphs. A problem cannot be solved if you do not know what it is. Even if it is really solved already, you will still have the problem because you will not recognize that it has been solved. This is the situation of the world. The problem of separation, which is really the only problem, has already been solved. Yet the solution is not recognized because the problem is not recognized. Paragraph two, everyone in this world seems to have his own special problems. Yet they are all the same and must be recognized as one if the one solution that solves them all is to be accepted. Who can see that a problem has been solved if he thinks the problem is something else. Even if he is given the answer, he cannot see its relevance. So 
I want to break this down a little bit here because I I think it's really worth (laughs) um, dissecting a little bit here. So in the beginning, a problem cannot be solved if you do not know what it is. Okay, we all understand that on a on a theoretical level, on a humane level, we all get that. Even if it is really, even if it is really solved already, you will still have the problem because you will not recognize that it has been solved. So this is diving a little bit deeper with this, um, what my husband likes to call the riddle. Uh, And then it goes on to say, this is the situation of the world. The problem of separation, which is really the only problem, has already been solved. So... The problem of separation has already been solved. I understand this to mean the separation between humanity, spiritual beings that are on this planet, and our higher power. We are separated from each other. And frankly, I'm believing, I don't want to believe this, but I'm believing and understanding that the deeper we go into technology, the more information, the more people on the planet, the more information we have, the more stuff on the internet, the, the, the more complex the world becomes, dare I say, we, we don't want to risk being even more separated from our higher power than we already are. And that, that can land a little heavy on some people listening to this right now. I'm not sure. I, you know, again, I grew up Catholic. I'm, I'm not Catholic now. I'm Episcopalian. Um, I believe in God. I always have. But I really never, until I started to get older, I'm 54, until I started to get older, did I not have this desire to dive a little deeper into who this higher power is and my connection and my relationship to this higher spiritual power that I am actually one with. I'm discovering that I am one with this higher power. Um, anyway, it's very interesting. And um, and let's let's continue on here. So It says, yet the solution is not recognized because the problem is not recognized. And so I I think what this is really, it's so relevant to today. It's relevant to the 70s, um, way back when, when the the book first came out. And just so you know, it was, it came through to Helen, where is her name? Um... This is published by the Foundation for Inner Peace, and this is the third volume, and I'm blanking on her name, so I will come back to this. Maybe it's right here in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Helen Shookman and William Thetford, professors of medical psychology at Columbia University's College of Physicians and Surgeons in New York City. So this is... um, 
came through them. If it, I really don't feel like I want to go into details about how things come through us. But uh, the third edition was printed in 2007, and I believe the original was back in the 70s. So there's a little history for you in case you want a little bit more foundational information behind what I'm discussing. Um, but, y- you know, the, the, I guess the point is we're, cre- we're creating so many problems, and if we just focused on our spiritual selves and the spiritual human beings that we are and that we do have another um, higher power or God or something. You know, I was created. We are created by some higher power. I, I don't believe it was just a sperm and an egg. I, <laughs> you know, something created the sperm and the egg, and and I, we are here by the from by the grace of God. Dare I say that um, I'm alive and I'm breathing and I have this amazing opportunity to experience the world through my eyes, through the eyes that were given to me. So I think this is all very very interesting. And uh, I got another minute before we go to break. So I want to hop over to page 181. So I'm hopping into the beginning of the book um, into some of the actual text. So the lessons are in the back and the text, the corresponding text is in the front. Um, Oh, this is so good. This is the introduction of chapter 10, the idols of sickness. And this is a little snippet of the first paragraph. Nothing beyond yourself can make you fearful or loving because nothing is beyond you. Time and eternity are both in your mind and will conflict until you perceive time solely as a means to regain eternity. You cannot do this as long as you believe that anything happening to you is caused by factors outside your self. And I want to talk about this a little bit more when we come back from break. So hopefully you can let all of that resonate and sit with you for a moment or two. Uh, I am your host, Nicole Perry. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed, the place to go and the place to be right here on 95.9 WATD. Hi, I'm Michelle Werdeman, and I help people create their dream life by asking powerful questions, better questions, through mind, balance, and wellness living. You'll get clear about what you really want by achieving emotional freedom and strengthening your relationships. Through my foundational coaching and 19-year certified financial planning background, I guide you through your circumstances, thoughts, and feelings and show you how to take actions that give you the results you want. Contact me today at mbwliving.com to schedule your free 30-minute discovery call. Everyone has a story, and Herself360 is the place to share that story. Herself360 is an online media magazine platform, a supportive place for women everywhere to connect through stories. It's a community of women with shared experiences to encompass, engage, and support one another at different places in their lives. They always welcome women to engage within their membership and participate within their non-traditional advertising. Memberships start at $25 and include monthly ads in the magazine from member of Events. Go to herself360.com to find out more. 
And we are back. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed. And that was Tasha Layton. Look what you've done. I love this beautiful song. I love the lyrics. And they go into um, digging all the roots up. So I just think that that's beautiful. I feel like that's what I'm doing. I'm digging up the roots. And I'm looking at them. Shaking the dirt off. Looking at everything. And really only plugging back into the ground uh, what I want to hold on to. And we, right before break, I left you with a big old mouthful of information regarding Chapter 10, The Idols of Sickness. And this is, um, again, nothing beyond yourself can make you fearful or loving because nothing is beyond you. That's pretty understandable, pretty simple to wrap your brain around if you take a moment to really listen to that sentence. And then you know, time and eternity are both in your mind and will conflict until you perceive time solely as a means to regain eternity. I don't know. I'm still thinking about the whole time thing. Um, I, I, I get it that I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. I don't know if everybody that's listening believes that. I can't imagine that everything I say, you know, you can't, you, you're probably not going to believe everything that comes out of my mouth, whether I have a guest on the show or it's just me rambling here. Um, but uh, what I love is that you cannot do this as long as you believe that anything happening to you is caused by factors outside yourself. And I love this sentence because even my learnings from Tony Robbins, like, the world is not happening to me. Stuff is not happening to me. Stuff is not happening to you. Please hear that. The stuff in your life is not happening to you. Your life is happening for you. I'll give you a really great simple um, explanation or a simple metaphor. I'm on Lent right now and I gave up alcohol, which is just wine because I just drink wine, but I gave up alcohol, potato chips, which were two things. I was going to get rid of another thing, but I decided to incorporate uh, lemon water instead. So I've gotten rid of two things, incorporating lemon water. And uh, as I'm on this Lent and I actually started going back to church and learning about Lent and peeling back the layers of what Lent means and, you know, what's the process? What do people typically do? Like, I just want to know the cliff notes of what the basics are, and then I'll just do what is right for me. And what I read was that it's better to have two, because it's really about um, fasting. And so it's better to have two small meals and one main meal. And I thought, Oh, okay. I, I think I can do this. This will this will help me with my diet. You know, I only lost about 25 pounds and I kind of vacillate between 20 and 25 during COVID. And but I, I, I got another 25 I want to let go of. And um, and so I'm like, oh, okay, I can sort of do that. I can have two smaller meals and one main meal, not massive, <laughs> not gigantic just one main meal and on all of the meals like if I'm in a restaurant I've noticed if I go to Panera or some restaurant to order something when my meal has arrived ironically the avocado has 
been forgotten or the extra Kalamata olives have not appeared in the meal. And rather than go back to the staff or the waitress or the waiter, I've actually stopped and I thought, oh, um, perhaps life is happening for me. And perhaps I wasn't supposed to have these extra little things of avocado or Kalamata olives or the extra scoop of hummus or the extra scoop of dressing or whatever these things are. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is part. Here's another great example. So I thought that's a really simple, simple example of how life is working for me. And maybe that can relate to you. Here's another example. If I'm on the computer and whether I'm doing audio editing or um, sending an email or whatever, and suddenly there's all these glitches or something like it's just not working, it's not happening. I, I can't figure out what's going. The, the enter button isn't working, the thing isn't going to the thing, all the stuff's happening. Whatever it is, I usually take that as a sign the universe is working for me. It's time for me to pivot and turn my attention elsewhere. And I I I love those beautiful moments because they really help me to think, what am I really doing here? And it it really is such a beautiful moment because it helps me stop and and be so present and really think is this really important? Is this really important to do right now at this moment? Is this going to move my business forward? Is this going to help me to support all of my membership and the women that I'm supporting? You know, is this going to support me and my family? Like I think about all those different elements, whatever it is that I'm doing. And I love these, these little gifts, these little gifts, like just little teeny tiny gifts that are helping pivot me in a new direction. And um, anyway, and I did forget to mention regarding Lesson 79, a little snippet. So I hope you stay with me because I want to chat about that when we come back. Uh, right now, you are listening to Powerful Women Revealed, and and I don't have a guest, but I am a woman, and I'm revealing a whole lot of stuff. So there you have it. It's still the same. Powerful Women Revealed, the place to go, the place to be, right here on 95.9 WATD. You know, my book is sprinkled with a few thoughts around anxiety and depression, and it's because food plays a huge part in our mental health. Now that we are emerging from COVID-19 and resuming our work lives as best we can, I decided to roll out a new campaign called Grow to Give to support the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Invest in yourself, your business, and your community at Powerful Women Rise as we grow to give together 10% of all membership dues to the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Claim your business in one of our teams today by visiting PowerfulWomenRise.com and click Get Started. Can you say that you truly love your diet? And can you say it with confidence this time next year? Nicole Perry can. And it's not because she lost about 25 pounds. Nicole loves her diet because it's easy to follow. What she eats is delicious and how she eats is completely sustainable. You can retrain your brain too, just like Nicole did. Her book, I Am On A Love Diet, is available on Amazon now, along with the companion journal. 
or get your copy today by visiting ilovemydiet.com. back. You are listening to Powerful Women Revealed. I'm your host, Nicole Perry. I love this Van Halen song right now. I'm so living in the present moment. And I just thought this was so relevant to me, my life, sharing this information with you today. And oh my God, (laughs) and I'm looking on the screen and the title of the album is For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. (laughs) So I think that's kind of silly. Anyway, I'm coming to you from the WATD studios and discussing some information about A Course in Miracles. And I left you with a little teaser before uh, we went to break, which was regarding Lesson 79. And I don't want to try to go find the lesson or maybe I do lesson 79 is let me recognize the problem so it can be solved but then you know really what I wanted to sort of mention and touch I just want to touch on that when we hold things deep inside um, we're we're creating pain inside our own body and Eckhart Tolle talks about that uh, quite a bit in his book, The Power of Now. I I can't wait to read A New Earth. It's on my book list this year. We do have a book club. Powerful Women Rise has a book club, and we're reading that at some point later on this year. And I can't wait to read that one. But The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle talks about the pain body. And it's really quite interesting how much pain we are creating. And the pain... So what I'm understanding is is pain does not exist. And I know that anyone listening that is going through chemotherapy or, um, you know, perhaps you you have pain in your knees when it rains or snows and things like that. I, I get it. I I. I, I was sick a couple weeks ago. I get it. I, I understand. We, you know, I'm vaccinated. Like, there's there's things that revolve around the so-called pain. However, our thoughts are what create our own reality. And if if we constantly say silly things like, oh, my, my back is... You know, if if I do that, my back is going to be killing me. That's a really simple statement that most grown adults can relate to. Oh, if I do that thing, my back is going to be killing me. We're already setting ourselves up. We're we're pre-positioning ourselves to experience pain. And I notice myself doing it. There's like a certain skirt I have. If I if I wear a belt with that skirt, it's gonna give me a backache. And so it's the the way that I and I'm not perfect. I, I still say these things. I'm still right there with you. I'm in the trenches with you. Um, but I'm I start to I, I like to start to say things that can shift the old mindset just a little bit. 
And for example, instead of saying, if I do that thing, my back's going to be killing me, rather than say that, I would rather say, if I do that thing, I'm going to be really careful because I want to protect my back. It's, it really is such a simple shift in our language of what we say in our everyday lives and our everyday uh, occurrences. And like going back to the belt and the skirt, like, uh, you know, there's a way, there is a way to shift that language or just don't wear the belt <laughs> as long as the skirt doesn't fall down. But there is a way to shift that language so that we're not creating more pain or a pain body than we already have. And frankly, a lot of people I hear, people I love, people I don't know, um, I hear a lot of people using some of their pain experiences as a badge of honor. And I, I think this is really something to think about as a human being, as a mother, as a citizen of this community. Think about the things that we are saying so that we don't trap ourselves into a box of an existence of somebody who we think we are with my little air bunny quotes that you can't see. I, I, I don't know. I just think it's really interesting. And, um, and I want to I leave you with another uh, moment here, another a little passage from the book. This is from chapter 10, um, section 3, The God of Sickness. And paragraph three, and uh, you know, I make a little bit of a mockery here with my voice, but I want you to hear me when I say I am not mocking what I'm reading. I am mocking my behavior. Hear that. I am mocking the behavior that I have been so accustomed to throughout my life. Now, this is uh, paragraph three. Love cannot suffer because it cannot attack. Isn't that just beautiful? And I'm, I'm starting to, you know, I got to the point where I've said the ego so many times during the course of a day. Um, I'm just sick of talking about the ego and saying the word ego. And I started to think to myself, you know what, I'm just gonna mosey on through life, being as high vibration as possible, and think to myself, is this a loving thought or is this an attack thought? And frankly, there are levels. There are levels of attack thought because sarcasm, most of us love it. Most of us do it. Most of us are sarcastic to a degree because it can be funny and it can lighten the mood and so forth. I do it myself. But I'm noticing that some of the sarcastic things that I say in passing, quick little statement, sentence, whatever it is, I hear it come out my mouth and then I'm like, oh, that was a little bit of attack. That was like, that was, that was a little bit of a thought that was not nice. So if you don't like the word attack, it was just not nice. 
And and if 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 everyone in the planet can come along this ride with me and start thinking about the things and listening to ourselves when we speak and do our best to raise our own standards. That's all I'm doing. I'm not Mother Teresa. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm just a human, a mother, a person in my community. I I'm just all I'm doing is doing my best to raise my standards as best as I possibly can. So on that note, I can't believe I am out of time. Again, I had no notes. I'm so proud of myself because frankly, when I started doing this, I was really, really nervous about doing this. And now it's it's becoming old hat. So you will hear more of me on my own doing some of these shows throughout the rest of the year. But anyway, I'm excited to share more with you. And I will have guests. We're starting to see lots of women start to join the teams again. So, um, and we'll get them into the studio and reveal and share some of these beautiful women with you. So um, stay with me and stay tuned for that. And I think today I'm going to leave you with a final quote that I just shared not a moment or two ago from A Course in Miracles. Love cannot suffer because it cannot attack. As always, you can go to ilovemydiet.com for more information about my book, my own book, which is also 365 and PowerfulWomenRise.com. I want to thank you for listening and joining me to help end systemic racism by educating ourselves, shifting the language inside our homes, and for caring about every fellow human being that walks this earth, which frankly means become an ally like me. I hope you will tune in next Sunday after the news at noon. Until then, I'm your host, Nicole Perry. Have a great week. And remember, knowledge is power and it's what you do with that knowledge that matters. Thank you.